SureHealth is in the midst of introducing a whole slew of new service lines so that we can best serve our community without you having to drive to the big city. Just recently, we've introduced wound care, pain management, added a second general surgeon, urologist, and much more, including neurology. Dr. Paul Ariano is with us now to explain what exactly neurology is. Neurology is the field of the nervous system. So the nervous system is very wide, anywhere from the brain to the spinal cord to the peripheral nerves. Neurology for me is fascinating. It's puzzle solving. All medicine is, but neurology in particular is very heavy on history and trying to perform deductive reasoning. I know I can make a difference here and I'm looking forward to that. A referral is needed from your primary care provider to see Dr. Paul Ariano with Neurology right here at Sure Health. For more information, you can watch his entire video today by going to sure.org. Sure Health. Better health. Better life. And just like that, we are on to game number two. The Caro Tigers advance and take out the USA Patriots. It was USA all first half. It was actually USA leading at the half, 23 to 20. And then Caro scores 33 points to USA 16 to lead and win by 14 points, 53 to 39 to advance to take on. Well, the Cassidy Redhawks, the number one seed on Wednesday. That'll be the first game on Wednesday. Now we shift our attention to the second game tonight, which would be the Bad Axe Hatchets against the Elkton Pigeon Bayport Lakers. Let's take a look at that tail of the tape. Bad Axe has been heavily reliant on the three ball this season, shooting an average of 22 threes per game, making just under seven for a 30% clip. It's not pretty, but the Hatchets have dropped 11 straight games, not winning in 40 days when they beat USA back on January 17th. That's their last victory. Two of those losses came in overtime, one to Vassar, the other to the 21-1 Cass City Redhawks by just one point. If Maddox can get hot behind the arc, opponents beware. And that's what teams understand about Badax. They can shoot the three ball. So what they have really done is they've really put a lot of pressure on the arc, on the guards out there, force them to take the ball inside, trying to force them to pass the ball inside where they're not quite as strong offensively. So that's what's really propelled them into their uh, spiraling downfall. They're just taking away their strength, and they just haven't found an answer. Lakers have won eight of their last ten games. Despite not having their leading scorer, Leighton Crone, on the active roster for the last seven games, this is just the second game not in Laker country since January 19th. That's more than five weeks. Back to you about Lakers. You got through that fast. Yeah, I think I skipped a sentence. But, yeah, I was you know, just looking at Their two losses came to Cass City by just three points <laughs> yeah. and then falling short to Croslex by seven. Steve yes. Bowen, take it away. <laughs> I was trying to do two things at once, all right? Yeah, they got uh, – and then they got Leighton Crone back tonight. Yes. So it's going to be, you know, kind of interesting to see how he plays because he's been off a long, a long time. time. And with that high ankle sprain, you just can't do anything. So conditioning might be a little factor – Again, might have a little rust, but uh, definitely going to be a boost to Lakers. They've been playing well. I just like again, we talked about it in the pregame. This is the this could be the scariest team in this district. Yeah, it's been 19 days since uh, Leighton Corona's game played a game against USA on February 7th was his last time. 
Head-to-head, Lakers are posting an average of 51.1 points per game, while Bannocks have the third-worst offense in the Greerthum Conference at just 43.1. So on offense, it's Lakers by eight points. Defensively, it's Lakers once again with the advantage, with the Green Machine boasting the third-best defense in the conference at 45.8, while Bannocks is at 47.5. Lakers on defense by 1.2 points. So statistically, by going by stats and stats alone, it's Lakers by 9.2 points. Las Vegas has the Lakers favored by 5.5 points, with the winner taking on the Harbor Beach Pirates, the two-seed on their home floor here in Harbor Beach Pirate Country. Bad Axe and Lakers split their two games this season, each winning at home. Bad Axe on January 10th, 54-50, and then Lakers at home on February 2nd, 52-43. Now the rubber match, fittingly, on a neutral court. It's now time for the Thompson Chevrolet Super Cruise Roadmap. If you're looking for the latest models from Chevrolet, look no further than the north end of Ubley at Thompson Chevrolet. Find new roads. Well, the now standings are Steve Bone 5, Clark Ramsey 2, Las Vegas 1. You correctly picked the Caro Tigers to win that one, which means you could go first in this one. Well, again, Lakers have been playing really well. I, I like the mix. Again, they've got sophomores. They actually, they even have a freshman. We talked about that again in the pregame. Uh -huh about how they're not sophomores anymore. They're not freshmen anymore. They're already, they're, they're into their next year 23rd now. game, yeah. Yes. So, anyways, I really like what Lakers has here. I got Lakers uh, 51, but I don't, Bad Axe ain't going to go away easy. 51-45. We've done this multiple times this season. No way. I have 51-47. Wow. You know, it's written down well before I even yeah. looked at your sheet. <laughs> so you have Lakers winning by six. I have Lakers winning by four. We'll see what is in store this evening. It's time for one more short break. When we return, we'll have your starting lineups from District 95 as our second game for a doubleheader tonight. Bad Axe and Lakers on the court warming up right now on the WLW Sports Network. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. We're on to our second game of our doubleheader from District 95, hosted by the Harbor Beach Pirates. Harbor Beach, the two seats, so they get a bye tonight, as does Cass City. And we have our first game decided for the first uh, for Wednesday's first matchup. Carroll Tigers advance, taking out the USA Patriots by 14, 53 to 39, to take on the Cass City Redhawks. Now, who will play Harbor Beach? Will be Bannocks. Will be Lakers as we find out our starting lineups from both squads. For the Bad Axe Hatchets, they're the away team tonight. Number two, a 5'10 junior, Michael Jansen. Leading scorer on this team at 15.5 points for Jansen. Brady Seltz, a six-foot junior, number five. He averages 12 points. 5'10 junior, Damon Blackstock, he averages 2.9. Will Laskowski, a six-foot junior, averages two points per game. He's number 40. And A.J. Fritz, a six-foot sophomore, averages 5.2. And a six-foot sophomore, number 44. For the Elton Pigeon Bayport Lakers, back in the starting lineup, in the back on the active roster for the first time in eight games. Leighton Crone, a six-foot-two sophomore, senior, number zero. He averages 13.9 points in games played this season. Graham Shepard, a 5'11 senior, averages 9.9. Caden Caribou, the tall glass of water and a sophomore, averages 13.5 per game. He's number four. Luke Good, a six-foot sophomore, number 30, averages 3.5 per game. He's number 11. And Lucas Wainer, the freshman, six foot two freshman, averaging 9.3 points per game. Lakers coached by Bill McClellan Jr. in his fourth year. 
Bad Axe Hatchets coached by Eric Glaza in his second year. And Michael Jansen is indeed a junior. I believe I said he was a sophomore in the pregame show. That was hours ago. Steve Bone, any thoughts here before we start this second game between Lakers and Bad Axe? Yeah, like we we talked about already, Bad Axe got to make some threes tonight to stay with Lakers. They got to defend. They're really undersized. I just, I mean, Lakers, if they're smart, they'll go inside, not shoot many threes, and really defend the arc, make it really difficult for Bad X. If Bad X, if you pressure Bad X on the arc, don't let them shoot the threes. Now you force them to go inside, and that's where Lakers' strength is. They're just so much bigger than Bad X is. So anytime you attack the basket, your shots will be adjusted, either by Caribou or Crone. It's just going to be really difficult for Bad X to score if they can't do it from the arc. Well, it looks like Lakers is actually taller than by every single position on yes. the court right now. <laughs> it is going to be A.J. Fritz against Caden Caribou. A.J. Fritz listed at six foot, Caden Caribou at 6'5", and the tip is one by Caden Caribou into the hands of Luke Good. The Lakers going left right across the radio in their home white uniforms. Lakers cross their chest in white green numbers. Bad Axe in their road blues. Bad Axe above and below their numbers in yellow. White numbers with a gold outline. Luke Good to the left wing, calling for a screen from Caden Caribou to at the free throw line. Luke Good double team there. Good defense there from Badax. Graham Shepard, short range, mid range jump shot on the baseline is no good. And rebound brought in by Grady Seltz for the Badax Hatchets. Here comes the blue and gold. 0 0, we played 30 seconds. Grady Seltz, acting point guard against Graham Shepard, gives it to Michael Jansen, fellow junior. Now to AJ Fritz, goes down the baseline against Fr Fr Lucas Wainer, cuts off the baseline. At the right elbow, B. Laskowski, he nearly loses it, and it's going to be last touched by uh, Laker jersey. Bad X ball right at midcourt. Both teams starting off man-to-man. -man. Good ball pressure by Lakers. Knocked the ball loose. Out of bounds. Seven minutes, 12 seconds remain in the first. 0-0, Bad X on offense. Seltz inbounds to Michael Jansen, being guarded by Luke Good to the right wing. All the way into the corner. Nothing there still with his dribble. Coming back to the right wing. Top of the key to the left wing. Into the left corner to Seltz against Graham Shepard. Seltz back up to Jansen at the free throw line. Takes the jump shot. No good. Rebound brought in by Leighton Crone. Here come the Lakers. Still no score. We played a minute 15. Caden Caribou in the left corner going down baseline. Has a slight edge there. He goes up for the shot. He is fouled. Two shots coming for Caden Caribou for the Lakers. Yeah, really good attack of the basket there on the baseline. Caribou, uh, the number of times that we have covered Lakers, when they run the offense through Caribou, he's a good passer, he attacks the basket. So it seems like their offense runs really well when they do that. Caribou is 68% free throw shooter, 58 of 85, and the first free throw is good for the 6'5 sophomore. First points of the night, minute 19 in. 6.41 remains in the first. Lakers won. Bad X nothing. Second free throw from Caribou is good. 2-0, Lakers leading. Damon Blackstock nearly traveled with it right at midcourt. Facing some pressure here from Lakers, and Leighton Crones coughs it up and causes the turnover. He goes down, and it hangs on the rim, and it sits on the rim. It's still moving now. It's finally brought in. There should have been a shot clock on that. Look good. Nearly could have been a jump ball there because it was nearly stopped. Looked like Tiger Woods at number 16 at Augusta. Instead, Banax comes up with a turnover. One turnover apiece. Banax trails by two points, 2 nothing. 
Brady sells against Graham Shepard. Shot and three from Jansen in and out, no good. And rebound brought in by Caden Carahu for the Lakers. Badax can't quite seem to get a shot going here so far. Shepard across midcourt. Into the corner to Luke Good. Trying to feed him to Carahu, nothing there. Luke Good all the way at midcourt nearly as the double team comes in. Into the hands of Leighton Crone. Crone at the left elbow. Dives inside the lane, left side. Down the baseline, Caden Carahu goes to work. He is blocked and rebound brought in by A.J. Fritz. Badang's trying to get on the board. Two and a half minutes into the ballgame. Two-nothing, Lakers leading. Jansen at the top of the key. Dribbling to the left wing. Hands it off to Blackstock there. Blackstock gets a screen from Fritz. Give and go back to Fritz. Left block. He is fouled on, they're going to say two shots for A.J. Fritz. As the Badang student section coming in droves as well. Nice pick and roll there. Got it to Fritz. Seems to be a lot more confident player than the last time we've seen him. Most I certainly. Think, uh, the last few games this season he's played quite well had 12 points at Cass City in that overtime game and the first free throw is good so Badanks is on the board with the main free throw from AJ Fritz with 519 remaining in the opening session Will Oskowski sits down and is replaced by a blue jersey, which you can't see right now. That would be Ram Seltz as the first, second free throw is no good. Rebound brought in by Lakers. Graham, Graham Shepard to the opposite block. To the freshman of Lucas Wainer's good. First basket made tonight. Now Lakers by three points, four to one. Left wing, Grady Seltz. Gets the pass from Jansen. Seltz trying to dribble away from Shepard. He can't, can't get him out of there. Luke Good snags it out of bounds. And it'll be Badak's ball in front of the Laker bench, left side of your radio. Lakers four, Badak's one. Yeah, Coach Glaza can't be too happy to make a free throw and they just go right to the other end and shoot a layup. Yeah. Not the defensive effort he's looking for. Jansen dives down the left side of the lane. He draws contact from Caden Caribou. And this will put Michael Jansen to the free throw line, shooting two shots. Caden Caribou's first foul of the night, and Lakers second. Yeah, it was a really good attack there by Jansen. Caribou, all he had to do was go straight up, but he went into the player. It's good. Drew the foul. Michael Jansen, a 81% free throw shooter entering tonight. 30 of 37, and he makes that one. His first points. Gives Badanks with two points now, both from free throws. 4.45 left in the first quarter. Jansen taking his time. And this one's good as well. One point ball game. Four to three. One made basket collectively between the two squads. We played three plus minutes. Luke Good across midcourt. Gives it to Lucas Wainer. Top of the key into the hands of Leighton Crone. Dives down the right side of the lane. Dribbles all the way in the corner. Double team comes in. Wainer down to the baseline. Caribou. Pump fakes. Opposite block back out to Graham Shepard for three. This one's short. Rebound brought in by Michael Jansen for Badax. Jansen pushing tempo. Now slowing things down at the left. Wing takes the three off the mark. Rebound brought in by Graham Seltz on the offensive boards. Grady Seltz, top of the key. Calling for a screen. Gives it to Jansen against Wainer. Top of the key, Blackstock. Blackstock at the left elbow. Gives it up to Grady Seltz. Inside the lane. Finger roll. Can't get the touch. Rebound brought in by Caden Caribou for the Lakers. Caribou. Hands it off to Leighton Crone across midcourt. 
Caribou first game in eight games since February 17th. Excuse me, February 7th. Crone with the three, and it's good. Leighton Crone makes it 7-3 in favor of the Lakers by four points. 7-3, Michael Jansen bringing the ball up for the for the Axe Hatches, trailing by four. Three and a half to play in the first quarter. Grady Seltz dribbling through traffic. Now to A.J. Fritz. To Blackstock. Blackstock nearly coughs it up, but he saves it. Now it's going to be tipped out of bounds by Blackstock as Lucas Wainer will be credited for that steal if they're keeping track of such stats. Guess I'm not sure how you dive for a ball, cut the guy's legs out, and the ball goes out of bounds, and you don't you get, get You get possession. Yeah, you get possession. <laughs> May have been a foul. Nope, none called. Seven to three. Lakers by three, or by four, and they tip it out of bounds. Laker ball, right side of your radio. And again, Baddock's understanding the size differential. They're really doubling the ball in a lot of spots, trying to get the ball to move. Don't let them get it inside. And they tried to cough it up, and they do as they try to feed it inside. It's the second turnover for Lakers. Grady Seltz brings the ball up across the timeline. Right to left across the radio. Seltz dives inside the lane. High off the glass in for two points. Grady Seltz, the first basket for Badax. 7-5. 2.55 remains in the first quarter. Two-point ball game. Graham Shepard to Mason Carr, who just checked in a moment ago. Nearly stolen by Grady Seltz. And Leighton Crone, it is, a it is coughed up. Here comes Badax in transition. Michael, J excuse me, Grady Seltz with the basket. That's four for him. It's tie ball game for two minutes. And 35 seconds remain in the first quarter. Seven to seven. Cross midcourt, Graham Shepard into Lucas Winner. Looking to pass it off. Double team comes in, and we have an on-the-arm foul called against the Badax Hatchets. That will be the second team foul. Foul goes against number two. Michael Jansen, his first. Every double opportunity Badax gets, whether it be in the post or if you turn your back to them out on the perimeter, they're double teaming and trying to get that ball loose. Wainer, two cards, to Graham Shepard wide open for three, top of the key. It's off the mark, no good. Lucas Wainer with the putback. This one's blocked from behind by Graham Seltz, but Wainer gets the putback, and he's fouled. He'll go to the free throw line for two free throws for the freshman. Third team foul against Badax. Foul goes against A.J. Fritz. His first. Lucas Wainer, the free throw line. Freshman. 55% free throw shooter, 33 of 60 on the season. First free throw is good for Lucas Wainer. Lakers say, now with eight points. Say 33 of 60. Yeah. For 55%. And that was much worse earlier in this week. And the second free throw is good for Lucas Wainer. Two for two on that trip. It's a nice thing about doing the games here at half court. We get to check all the players. We do. <laughs> it's an age-old problem where they check in with us and not with the actual scorer's table. Some things are constant in life. Death taxes and checking in for us. We appreciate it, but it's, it's not quite legal. As Mason Carr comes up with a steal from Will Oskowski. That's the third turnover for the Hatchets. Nine to seven, Lakers by two points. Never trail in this ball game. As they try to feed over to Leighton Crone, he couldn't hang on to it. Couldn't quite elevate either, as he has a very large knee brace on his right knee. And gets the ball back to the Badax Hatchets, trailing by two points, nine to seven. 
Michael Jansen against Graham Shepard. To Grady Seltz, pulls up for the three left wing. That's ugly and may have been tipped. And some rebound brought in by Badex. And now finally into the hands of Lucas Wainers, diving down the lane in transition. It's in for two points. Lucas Wainer has six. 11-7, Lakers by four. Minute 20 remains in the first quarter. We'll call that a rebound on that one. Michael Jansen dives inside the lane. This one's off the mark. An ugly-looking shot. Rebound brought in by Mason Carr for the Lakers. Graham Shepard to the high post to Wainer. Goes up and can't get that one to fall, but a rebound brought in by Laskowski for Badax. Trailing by two possessions, 11-7. Less than a minute to play in the opening session. As Grady Seltz dives into the lane, this one's no good. Rebound brought in by Caribou. Here come the green and white, firing in all cylinders. Pleased to have Leighton Crone back in their lineup. Crone takes a three left wing. This one's off the mark long, but Graham Shepard brings in the even longer rebound. Shepard with 35 seconds left for the Lakers. Inside the lane, draws contact, none called. Rebound still loose and tracked down by Caden Caribou. Caribou inside the lane. Next, next, yep, gets his own rebound. And this one's in for two points for Caribou. He has four. 13-7. Less than 20 seconds to play in the first quarter. To the left wing to Jansen. Against Shepard. Gets a screen from Graham Seltz. Jansen in the short corner. Now at the right wing. Two Seltz. Three seconds left. Takes the running three. This one's off the mark. Rebound brought in by Crone. We've reached the end of the first quarter with a Lakers six-point lead, 13-7 on the WLW Sports Network. Second quarter, Badax gets a shot off. They get the offensive board. And Michael Jansen dives down the baseline, and he is fouled. The foul will be on the floor. First team foul for Lakers in this quarter. And it will go against number two of the Lakers, Graham Shepard. His first. 7.42 left in the second. Lakers by six points, 13-7. A.J. Fritz gets the inbound. Back to Grady Seltz at the left elbow. Back to Fritz in the corner. Dribbling around the perimeter against Lucas Winter. Nice move there to the basket. Opposite block and can't hang on to it. It's going to be a stole, steal away by the Lakers. Turnover number four for Badax. Lucas Winter at the free throw line. Picks up his dribble. Nothing there. Looking to get it back to Graham Shepard. Down to the baseline to Cade Tremner. And he's going to be called for the travel. Turnover number five for the green and white. It's a really long uh, first step. Yeah. <laughs> it was 7-7, seven to seven, but then Lakers went on a 6-0 run in the final Minute 50 of that first quarter to make it a 13-7 six-point lead. Grady Seltz to A.J. Fritz at the left elbow. Opposite wing at the free throw line now is Damon Blackstock. Grady Seltz for the three left wing. In and out, no good. And Lucas Weiner with the rebound. That's rebound number 14 for Lakers. Maddox with just six. Mason Carr at the right wing. Trying to feed the Leighton Crone. He has a five-second call on him. Not yet called, though, but it's stolen away. By Grady Seltz. Turnover number six for Lakers. To the right wing. Damon Blackstock for three. It's good. Blackstock with his first points. Makes it a three-point game. 13 to 10. Six minutes, 30 seconds remain in the half. 
Lakers 13, Bad X 10. Lucas Wainer at the free throw line turns the basket against Fritz. Blows past him at the left block. Goes up strong. He's fouled. He'll go to the free throw line for two shots for the freshman. 6.24 left in the second. First team foul of Bad X's second quarter. And goes against A.J. Fritz. His second as well. Getting Bad X doubling everywhere. Putting a lot of pressure on Lakers guards. Trying to keep it from getting it inside to Wainer, Caribou. And Wainer's first free throw is good. He has seven points. Two baskets and three free throws. 14 to 10, 6.24 remains in the half. First points in about two minutes for Lakers. That was a big make by Blackstock, yeah. that three. Oh, big time. Second free throw is good for Wainer. And more substitutions come in. So it's 15 to 10 now. Yeah, that was the first uh, first points for Bannix in four minutes. Yeah. Uh, Damon Blackstock, three. Blake Darnell checks in. He's a six-foot sophomore. Over to Blackstock, cross midcourt, and... Willis-Kowski can't hang on to it. That's turnover number five for the Hatchets. Or to left wing to Graham Shepard. At the free throw line, the runner to the opposite block to Caden Caribou. Nice ball movement there. And Caribou now with six points, 17 to 10. Six minutes left in the first half. Michael Jansen against Luke Good. Dives inside the lane. Kicks it back out. Blackstock for three. This one's short. And rebound brought in by Blackstock for the Hatchets. Jansen with a three in the corner. This one's no good. Ripped down by Leighton Crone, the much taller Leighton Crone. But there's Blackstock to bring in the steal. That's turnover seven for the Green Machine. David Blackstock, acting point guard, dribbles to the left wing, hands it off to Blake Darnell. Darnell can't, passes it over to the right wing, and it can't be handled by Will Laskowski. That's two straight turnovers for Laskowski for the Hatchets, who now has six turnovers. So a bit of a sloppy game. Six turnovers for Badax, seven for the Lakers. And looks like we have a potential timeout called by Badax with five and a half to left in the second half quarter. Lakers 17, Badax 10 on the WLW Sports Network. Five and a half left in the second quarter. Lakers leading by seven points, 17 to 10 over the Maddox Hatchets. After a 30-second timeout called by the Hatchets, it's a Lakers coughs it up for turnover number eight. 15 collective turnovers in 11 minutes of Paul and playtime so far. Michael Jansen dribbling at the left wing, hands it off to Blake Darnell at the left elbow. Over to the right wing to Blackstock, dribbles all the way down the left block. The right-handed layup is good for Damon Blackstock, who has five. 17 to 12, just under five to play. Lakers at the high post to Lucas Weiner. To Leighton Crone, goes down the right side of the lane, off the mark, rebound still being tracked down. It looks like it's going to be last touched by a blue jersey Laker ball on the sideline. Got the turnovers are kind of hurting Lakers. What did you say, you got 12 or eight already? Lakers with eight turnovers, Bad Axe with six. To Lucas Weiner, the right block on the inbound. Against Blake Darnell. Turns to the basket. And looks like it went off of his foot. For turnover number nine. 
Five in this quarter alone. See, I really like when Lakers enters it to the post. I mean, crap, he's got four guys just coming at him. But they just can't get the pass cut out of there. Michael Jansen to Blake Darnell, the left wing, being guarded by Wainer over to the right wing to Blackstock. Blackstock, majority of the offense here so far tonight. Grady Seltz with the right elbow jump shot. This was high off the glass, no good off the backboard. Uh, iron, excuse me. But a rebound by Darnell keeps Benax on offense. The three is no good from Darnell. Offense aboard from Jansen. Back to Grady Seltz. He takes a three. This one's airmailed. Rebound brought in by Caden Caravu. Over to the right wing, Graham Shepard pushing Zemba for the Lakers. Goes to the basket. This one's too strong. Rebound brought in by Graham Seltz for the Hatchets. Ten rebounds for Banax, 16 for Lakers. Three minutes, 40 seconds left in the second quarter. 17-12, Lakers by five. Jansen with the right elbow jump shot. Rims in and out, no good. And Luke Good with the rebound, and he's already at the free throw line of their own zone. To the left wing, Graham Shepard back to Caden Caribou. Left block. And there's going to be a foul against Graham Seltz, who went into the air as Caden Caribou drew contact. Second bad X foul of the quarter. And the first against Graham Seltz, the six-foot freshman. Luke Good to Leighton Crone to the right wing. Graham Shepard pops a three. It's good. Graham Shepard's first points of the night, 20-12. to 12. By eight points are the Lakers. 3-10 remains in the second quarter. Brady Seltz gets the handoff from Michael Jansen. And there was Graham Shepard trying to defend him, and he's going to be called for the foul with the block. That is Graham Shepard's second personal and Lakers' second team foul. 3-0-3 left in the half. Lakers by eight points, 20-12. First game of the night, we saw... The USA Patriots leading a half, but Carroll won. And now Michael Jansen with the carry inside the lane will result in turnover number seven for the blue and gold. Just struggling. Just struggling and all. It's a struggle. It's on a all struggle. fronts. <laughs> Luke Good across the timeline to Lucas Wainer to Leighton Crone. Being guarded by Jansen. Dribbling to at the free throw line, and now we have a whistle on the block called against the Lakers. It's been called on the Badax Hatchets. That is, goes against Michael Jensen, his second, team's third. 2.40 left in the second quarter. Lakers by eight points. And Jensen sits down, replaced by Will Laskowski, the six-foot junior. I'll just be honest with you, I really don't like that move. I don't either. Right, you're down eight. You it's only his second foul. Right, you take your best man out here with two and a half to go. But... Jansen has just two free throws tonight, so maybe that will inspire him to get back to what he knows well. He averages 15 and a half per game. On the baseline, Luke Good to Lucas Wainer. Can't get the touch to fall. Gets his own rebound and stripped away, but stolen away there from Graham Shepard. And now we have a whistle at the top of the key. So we'll credit both teams with a turnover there before the foul. Foul goes against Badax. And goes against number 55, Blake Darnell, his first, team's fourth. Leighton Crone will inbound right side of your radio for the Lakers. Winner takes on Harbor Beach on Wednesday in the second game of the doubleheader. Lucas Wainer to Graham Shepard to Luke Good. Goes down the left side of the lane. Opposite block pass to Lucas Wainer. Pump fakes three times. 
And in for two points, he has 10. 22 to 12, largest lead of the night for the Lakers, now in double digits. Two minutes remain. Definition of being patient there. <laughs> pump fake, pump fake, pump fake, shot. The triple clutch always works. As Graham Shepard's going to be credited for this. No, they actually, uh, it's going to be Caden. Ball is on the floor for the last 37 minutes. <laughs> and finally, Caden Carver grabs it, and we have a whistle. Foul goes against Badax's number five, Grady Seltz. His first and team's fifth, so he walked the length of the court, potentially here, for two free throws. If they say it was a ball control foul, and it's not. Nope, now they're saying two free throws will be rewarded. I think they're trying to figure out who the shooter's supposed to be. It's kind of a rugby uh, should, scrum. Uh, was just... A kind of. <laughs> Everybody's in on it. Looked like the gold rush of 1848. <laughs> Everyone was digging for it, and no one could come up with it. That might be my best analogy of the season so far. <laughs> the gold rush of 1848. Where was that gold rush at? What territory? It was California. Okay. I was checking. U the Yukon was before that, or was that after it? Mark you're, Gainforth? You're this, telling the story. I don't know. It's whatever I say right now. Historians at home are just screaming at the radio right now. As uh, We're still trying to figure out if this was a, they're saying it was a team foul, so there will be no free throws rewarded and awarded. There's no shooting. It's like a charge. There you go. You got yeah, I'm not sure if you heard that. There you are. Very faintly there. Was, uh, no one had possession. So despite having five fouls for the Bad Axe Hatchets, no one had control. So no free throws can be awarded. Leighton Groan will inbound to Graham Shepard. He's across the timeline. Wide open in a transition bucket here from Caden Caribou. Eight points for him. 24 for the Lakers. 12 for the Hatchets. A minute and a half remains in the first half. Grady Sells takes the three. This one's short. Michael Jansen back in the ball game. Gets the offensive board. That's six offensive rebounds on the night for the Bad Axe Hatchets. They have 12 total rebounds. Excuse me, 11 total rebounds. Into the corner for Bad Axe. That'd be A.J. Fritz. Into the hands of Grady Sells. Resetting the offense with a minute five. Back into the hands of Jansen. Against Luke Good at the free throw line. Kicks it to the left wing for three from Blackstock, and it's good. Blackstock's second three. He has a total of eight points of the night. And the first points in just over four minutes. 24-15. Lakers by nine. Meanwhile, the other side, Lucas Wainer goes up strong. He's well defended and rebound ripped down by the Bad Axe Hatchets. Blue and gold trying to cut down this nine-point deficit. Grady sells for a three. This one's no good. And rebound ripped down by Caden Caribou. Rebound number 18 for the green and white. Leighton Groan at the right wing. Still dribbling. 24 seconds left. Goes to the basket. This one's tipped, but there's Caden Caribou bringing the rebound and the putback. Suddenly, Caden Caribou has 10 points. 26 to 15. Less than 10 seconds to play. Jansen pulls it out against Shepard. At the free throw line, dives to the basket. This one's no call. Rebound brought in by Caribou. 
And we've reached halftime with a Laker 11-point lead. Lakers 26, Bad Axe 15 on the WLW Sports Network. SureHealth has once again expanded its services to now offer pain management with Dr. Mina Salib. So Dr. Salib, explain pain management for me. Really pain management is a multimodal kind of picture that we look at the patient as a whole from pain that's been going on for a few weeks to pain that's been a decade or more. We're focused on an interventional aspect of the pain management. So is this achieved through surgery? For the most part, there's really no cutting. There's no incisions. So really it's a small fine needle using some local anesthetic. So patients are coming in that day and leaving that day most of these procedures, no sedation is required. So that's a nice part of it. To make an appointment with Dr. Mina Salib and Sure Pain Management, a referral is required from your primary care provider. To learn more about Dr. Salib and pain management at Sure Health, watch his video at sure.org. Sure Health. Better health. Better life. Are you sure? Halftime, Lakers leads 26-15 over the Mad Axe Hatchets. It was 13-7 at the end of the first quarter. Lead by six points, and they extended it out to 11. Outscoring Mad Axe 13-8 in the second quarter. As Mad Axe had just three scoring opportunities in that third quarter. Their second quarter, all coming from Damon Blackstock with two threes and a basket. He leads the way for Mad Axe with eight points, four points for Grady Seltz, two points for Michael Jansen. And A.J. Fritz with a low and free throw. Lakers led in tandem by Caden Caribou and Locus Wainer, each with 10 points, three points apiece for Leighton Crone and Graham Shepard. That's all the scoring there. Six for six from the free throw line for Lakers. Three for four for the Bad Axe Hatchets. What do you have for shooting? Yeah, it's kind of tough Bad Axe in the first half, uh, 27% inside the arc. Again, a lot of shots being altered as they get to the basket just with Lakers' size. Uh, we said in the pregame they got to make three-pointers. Two of seven or two of twelve for seventeen percent. Uh, not going to get it done. Uh, leading scorer Jansen, 0 for seven from the floor. He's only got the two free throws. Um, the first two times they played, he had 21 and 26 points respectively. Um, so, Lakers, pull off his mark there. Yeah, Lakers has definitely made it a point to shut him down and be as active as possible on him. And on the other side, Lakers didn't shoot very many threes. They were two of five which is a good number for them, but they were really good shots. Feet were set. Everything was good. Um, Crone had one and Shepard had one, so they were 40% there. And then inside the arc, that's where they dominate with their size. They shot 41%. So, anyways, for the half, they shot 41%. And they've got an 11-point lead. Lakers starts out on offense, right to left across their radio, leading 26-15 over Bad Axe to start this third quarter. Feeds it down to Luke Good, goes down the baseline, cut off there by Grady Seltz, feeds it back out to Leighton Crone at the right wing. Being guarded by Michael Jansen, starts his dribble, lost a handle on it, and there's going to be a whistle on the push called against Michael Jansen. So he picks up his quick third foul to start this third quarter. Seven forty-one left in the third. 
26-15. Still that 11-point lead for the Lakers. As Jansen now with three fouls. Graham Shepard dribbles through traffic. Still at the top of the key. Picks it up. Gives it back to Luke Good against Grady Seltz. Lakers in no hurry here with a double-digit lead in tow. Opposite block pass to Lucas Wainers. A little too high and goes out of bounds. That'll be turnover number 11 for the green and white. Graham Seltz checks in. Replaces Will Laskowski. Six-foot junior. Graham, she- or Graham Seltz, a six-foot freshman. Again, Lakers, I mean, 11-point lead. You can pretty much do what you want. Just take your time and kind of force something. Jansen with the jump shot inside, the fading away inside the lane. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by the green in white. And still leading 26-15. No scores here in the first minute of the third. Lucas Wainer, though, inside the lane. Can't get that fall, but gets his own rebound and puts up a second shot. This one is tipped, and we have a whistle on the rebound. Yeah, Wainer. And we called on Lucas Wainer. Reached in on the rebound. That's Wainer's first and yeah. Lakers first of the third. Frustrated with the one miss and then the second miss, so I got to get the ball back. <laughs> Foul 94 feet for the uh, That's his first postseason game in his history. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Michael Jansen the give and go. No kick. And oh, there is a kickball as they're trying to feed it down to Graham Seltz diving down the right side of the lane. So this will be Bad X ball on their own baseline, right side of your radio. Trailing the Lakers 26-15. Willowskowski checks in, replaces Michael Jansen. 6.42 left in the third. Grady Seltz inbounding. Bad X's baseline into A.J. Fritz. Grady Seltz at the free throw line. Against Graham Shepard. Goes on left side lane, kicks it over to Fritz. And off the glass, in for two points for A.J. Fritz, his third point tonight. 26-17. to 17. First really nice. points of the second half, go to Bad Axe. Really nice basket cut there. Inside, the shot from Crohn's no good. Lucas Wainer with the putback, that's no good either. And Lucas Wainer goes up strong, and he has a whistle as three blue jerseys were all over him. And he'll go to the free throw line for two shots with 6.16 left in the third quarter. Leading by nine points, foul goes against 31. Graham Seltz is first. Again, Lakers just going to the basket, going to the basket, using their size. And the free throw is no good from Lucas Wainer. But having a hard time scoring in there. Yes. <laughs> Lucas Wainer now four of five from the free throw line, 80% tonight on the season, 55%. Second free throw is good, though. Five of six now. 27 to 17. And Lakers comes up with the steal. Turnover number nine. And it's turned over right away into the hands of Willowskowski. Turnover number 12 for the Lakers. Damon Blackstock dribbles into the corner, gives it out to A.J. Fritz. Fritz to Grady Seltz, left wing. Spins his way to the free throw line. Pump fakes, now goes up. Off the glass, in for two points. Grady Seltz with six points, 27 to 19. Really nice move there. Maddox a little bit more methodical here in the second half, and it's showing. Leighton Crone dives to the lane. This one's short. Rebound brought in by Will Laskowski. Seems to be in the right spot at the right time this second half. David Blackstock, acting point guard. Michael Jansen on the bench with three fouls. Grady Sells left elbow. Now to A.J. Fritz, left elbow jump shot. This one's short. Rebound brought in by Leighton Crone for the Lakers. 
Crone brings it up himself. Has not played in eight games. Down to Creighton Carefu on the baseline. Back out to Luke Good. Couple dribbles there, nothing there. Back to Leighton Crone, top of the key. And over to the right wing to Graham Shepard. Down to Lucas Wainer. Double team. This one's blocked by Seltz into the hands of A.J. Fritz. Badax trying to cut down this eight-point deficit. It was 11 at halftime. And there's a steal by Lucas Wainer. Turnover number 10. Wainer goes up for the layup left side. He is fouled. Basket does not go in, and he'll go to the free-throw line for two free throws. Foul goes against number five, Grady Seltz, his second. Team's third. Lakers just having a hard time getting that ball to go in that basket. Yes, he is. It's a roll for their first six shots here in the second half. Lucas Wainer averages 2.7 free throws on a game. That was just his seventh attempt, and it was no good. Now he's being aggressive. He's getting to the basket. He's drawing fouls. It's the lone point for Lakers in this quarter. We played three minutes and 15 seconds. Second free throw from Lucas Wainer. It's good. 28 to 19. Badax facing a three-court trap from Lakers. Grady Seltz dribbles through it. Down to the baseline. Graham Seltz pump fakes in for two points for the freshman. 29 to 21. Four and a half to play. Seven-point lead for the Lakers on offense. Left side of a radio gets a screen. Graham Shepard drives all the way down to the baseline. In for two points. He's fouled. Count the basket and one for the senior. <laughs> 418 left in the third. Foul goes against Graham Seltz. I don't know if you can hear Coach Glaza, but I was thinking the exact same thing. That's her first real breakdown defensively. They just he just went all the way to the basket untouched. And the three-point play is complete. 418 remains in the third quarter. Graham Shepard with six points tonight. 31 to 21, Lakers by 10. It's 11 at halftime. David Blackstone to Michael Jansen. And we have a timeout called by Eric Glaza and the Hatches with 4.07 left in the third. 31 to 21, Lakers by 10 points. Badax trails by 10 points, coming out of a full timeout called by Eric Glaza. 31-21, Lakers by 10. And the three in the corner from Jansen is no good, and Lucas Wainer, the freshman, rips down the rebound. Playing like an upperclassman tonight. Luke Good across midcourt, right to left across the radio, the green machine so far. Leighton Crone gets the pass at the left wing extended. Give and go back to Wainer at the left elbow. Nothing there, kicks it back out to Leighton Crone, takes a three, top of the key, it's good. Leighton Crone with six now. Two threes for him tonight. 34-21, 13-point lead. Now Michael Jansen getting 0 for 9 from the field, just having a really hard time getting going. Fritz goes to the basket. He is fouled. He'll go to the free throw line for two shots. This will be the second team foul against the Lakers. It will go against Lucas Wainer, his second of the evening. Adrian Fritz is one of two from the free throw line tonight so far. And he's a 31% free throw shooter on the season at 13 of 42. 
Free throw is good. The reverse. The reverse announcer's curse. <laughs> the reverse jinx. Well, he has four points now. <laughs> Two of three from the free throw line. Mason Carr checks in and gives a breather to Luke Good with 3.15 left in the third quarter. Van X cuts the deficit to 12 points with a made free throw there. One more free throw coming from Fritz. It's good. 34-23. Three minutes and change left in the third quarter. 11-point lead for the Lakers. That's where we were at halftime as well. Caden Caravu to the left wing to Graham Shepard, dives inside the lane, jumps down to the opposite block to Lucas Winter, jump shot on the baseline. This one's smooth and in for two. Lucas Winter with 14, 36-23. Michael Jansen back in the ball game at the free throw line. Jump stop there, turns to the basket, and that's a travel. 11 turnovers for the Hatchets. Bad, uh, Lakers with 12. Yeah, he's getting... <laughs> Really frustrated. frustrated. Every, everywhere he turns, there's somebody coming at him. Jansen with just two free throws on the night. Averages 15.5 points per game. Mason Carr, the right wing extended to Graham Shepard, left wing. It dives inside the lane again. Nice move to the basket there, and he'll be credited for two free throws attempts coming up here with 2.27 left in the third. Ball goes against Bannock's number five. Grady Seltz, his third. And the Lakers doing a nice job. When they get the ball inside the lane, Badax just collapsed all five guys in there. They're, so what they what they were doing in the first half, they were doubling all over the floor. If the ball got past center, they doubled. If he if you could get their back turned out on the perimeter, the guy would drop his man and go and double. So now they're just trying to break him off the dribble, get in the lane, bring everybody to him, dump it off. As Graham Seltz makes his second free throw, one of two on that trip, now 37 to 23 by 14 points, their largest of the night. Willowskowski to Michael Jansen, down to the left block to A.J. Fritz, too strong, and rebound tracked down by Caden Caribou for the Lakers. 14 points in the lead, Leighton Crone at the left wing, and it's stripped out of his hands by A.J. Fritz, Laker ball, left side of the radio. 2.05 left in the third quarter, 37 to 23, Lakers by 14. Caden Caravu back to Leighton Crone. Goes down baseline. Cut off by Jansen. Nearly stealed by, stolen away by Grady Seltz. But over to Graham Shepard. Right wing for the three. This one's short. Rebound Lucas Wainer. He's hacked on his way up. None called. And rebound brought in by Michael Jansen. Lakers with 27 rebounds this evening. Lakers, 16. A.J. Fritz goes down left side of the lane. Nice move there for the sophomore. He has six points in this quarter alone for seven of the night. 37-25. Yeah, he's quick. A.J. Fritz playing well tonight. Shot from Leighton Crone's no good, but Lucas Wainer with the offensive rebound and stripped away and a turnover for the Lakers. 13 turnovers for the green and white. Brady Seltz across midcourt, speeding inside the lane. Oh, none, no foul called as he came back down with it. And then no held ball possession either. Coming the other way, brought in by Lakers. Graham Shepard, the opposite block, Kane Caribou. He's fouled. He'll go to the free throw line for two shots. 56 seconds left in the third. 
Yeah, it's kind of a frustrating game. I'd say so. For, for everybody In involved. all aspects. <laughs> all aspects. I don't think Coach McClellan's really excited with the way things are going. I mean, he's happy he's ahead, but I don't think he's happy he's only ahead 12. So Will Laskowski sits down, replaced by Graham Seltz. Caribou's first free throw is no good. Badax has had some chances to cut into this lead, and they just struggle getting anything going as well. Caribou's second free throw is good. He has 11. 38 to 25. Less than a minute to play in the third. David Blackstock diving through multiple players. On the opposite block pass to Graham Seltz, too strong. But Michael Jansen chases down the offensive board. Into the corner to A.J. Fritz. To the left elbow. Dives inside the lane. Goes through traffic. There's Graham Seltz to pick it up. And in for two points. Graham Seltz with four points tonight. 38-27. 25 seconds left in the third. Lakers can't hang on to it. They feed it down to the baseline. It's out of bounds. This will be turnover number 14 for the Elkton Pigeon Bay for Lakers. 20 seconds left. Maddox will have one more possession in this quarter. Trailing by 11, 38-27. Top of the key, Grady Seltz for three. This one's long. Rebound brought in by Lakers' Lucas Wainer. But there's Graham Seltz. Puts it off the glass. Can't get the fall. And the second putback is off the bound of the iron. And we've reached the end of the third quarter with it still an 11-point differential. Lakers 38. Maddox 27 in the WLW Sports Network. Fourth quarter as Bannex feeds it down to the baseline. And Lakers will be called for the immediate foul from Leighton Crone. That's just his first personal of the night. First foul of the quarter for the green and white as well. So Bannex will inbound it underneath their own basket, right side of your radio. Trailing by 11 points to Lakers. 38 to 27, 7 minutes and 52 seconds left in regulation. Michael Jansen gets the pass into the corner. This is off the side of the backboard. Rebound brought in by Lucas Wainer. That is rebound number 30 for the green and white. To Mason Carr, left wing, pump fake to the opposite wing to Leighton Crone against Jansen. Now Grady Seltzown down to the baseline to Caden Caribou. Back to Crone. Crone to Graham Shepard. Shepard over to Mason Carr. Down the baseline he goes. Puts it up. This one is blocked by Graham Seltz partially. Michael Jansen brings in the rebound. Rebound number 19 for Maddox. Jansen to... Blackstock to Fritz in the corner. Dribbles down the baseline, right side, picks up his dribble. Blackstock at the free throw line to the left block to Graham Seltz. Seltz give and go to older brother Grady Seltz. Count the basket on the no-look reverse layup. Wow. <laughs> Grady Seltz with eight points now, trying to make it nine with a made free throw. That's the second team foul for the green and white. And the first against Mason Carr. So a 7.03 remaining in the final stanza here. Brady Seltz could cut this down to an eight-point ball game, and he does. 38-30. There's a few things I'm struggling here with Lakers. They're not, uh, Caribou has not attempted a shot in this second half. 
Lakers can't hang on to it into the hands of Grady Seltz. An odd possession there for the green and white. Grady Seltz to Blackstock to the right wing to Jansen. Jansen dives inside the lane, gives it down to the opposite block, and Graham Seltz can't hang on to it for turnover number 12. Maddox doing a nice job defensively. Again, they yeah. just doubling a lot of stuff. I mean, they're kind of in a 2-3 zone now and just almost 2-3-1, uh, 3-1. Lakers with 12 points in the third quarter. Maddox with 12 points in that third quarter. 6-15 left in the fourth. Lucas Wainer out to Luke Good for three left wing. This one's airmailed, but there's Leighton Crone, the king of the boards, in for two points for him. He has eight. 40-30. 6.05 remains in the fourth quarter. Kind of got bailed out there. That was a yeah. bad three. Yes, it was. Blackstock to Jansen in the right corner for three. This one's short. Rebound brought in by Lucas Swainer into the hands of Caden Carefu. Carefu hands it off to Graham Shepard, slows things down across the timeline. Right to left cross your radio to Luke Good. Right wing extended. Grady Seltz comes out to meet him. Back to Shepard. One dribble back to Good. Five and a half to play in the fourth. 40 to 30, Lakers over Badax. Both teams have won one game against each other this season, both on home courts. As Lucas Wainer gets to the left wing. Leighton Crone, right wing, into the corner to Carafu on the baseline, inside of the right block to Lucas Wainer, turns, kicks it back out to Crone, takes the three, no, long, and rebound brought in by Luke Good. We have a whistle on the shot. And it will result in two free throws for Luke Good. Ball goes against number 31, Graham Seltz, his fourth. 5-10 remains in the fourth quarter. Luke Good at the free throw line, shooting two. Has not attempted a free throw tonight, nor has he scored. Just a 27% free throw shooter this season. On three of 11, and he makes it. Lakers with a really, oh, really patient possession there. Yeah. I know they're trying to burn a little bit of time, but it you know, you kind of make the bad acts you make them double here, make them double there, then you get them distorted. You kind of get it inside where you want it. Second free throw is no good. Rebound brought in by the Hatchets. 41 to 30. That re recurring 11 point lead for the Lakers. Jansen dives down the right, left side of the lane with the right hand and it counts for him. His first basket tonight, he is four. 41 to 32, a nine-point differential. 4.50 left in regulation. First points for Banax in two minutes and ten seconds. Graham Shepard back out to Lucas Wainer, the free throw line to the left wing to Leighton Crone. Crone pump fakes, gives it back to Luke Good right at midcourt. Four and a half to play. Grady Seltz goes for the steal, can't bring that in. Or to Leighton Crone, left wing extended, back to midcourt to Luke Good. One dribble, double team comes in. Over to the right wing, Graham Shepard extended down the right wing. Back to Luke Good, Lakers in no hurry now. To Lucas Wainer, top of the key to Graham Shepard, right wing. Opposite block, tipped in. There's Lucas Wainer, the back to Kaden Caribou, off the glass, no good. Gets his own rebound, goes up strong, and it's stripped away by Will Laskowski. And we have a whistle in transition. Foul goes against number 11. Luke Good for the foul for Lakers, his second, team's third. Bad X ball on the side. Despite all this struggles for the Hatchets tonight, they trail just by nine points. 41 to 32, 405 left in the fourth. It's kind of a 
amazing. A few made three-pointers from Bennett, yeah, so like this I game said, it's, suddenly it's just changed. a really frustrating game for both teams. For all parties involved. Jansen inside, nothing there. Kicks it out to A.J. Fritz, goes down the baseline. Nothing there. Back out to Jansen for three left wing. It's no good. Leighton Crone with the rebound for Lakers. Luke Good brings the ball up, passes it up to Graham Shepard. Right wing extended. Back out to Good to left wing to Crone. Crone down to the baseline. Caden Caribou. Nothing there. Pivots back to Crone. Crone can't hang on to it. We have a loose ball. And possession arrow in favor of... No, we have a foul. So no jump ball. We have a foul instead. And it will go against the Lakers. Leighton Crone will be called for the personal foul, his second team's fourth. So, the final three minutes and 35 seconds of this game, Bannix will be shooting two free throws. Yeah, and I mean, Jansen's had some really good looks. I mean, I've seen him shoot really, really well. And there's gonna be first free throws as Graham Shepard went in for the steal. Instead got the body. That'll be Graham Shepard's third personal and team's fifth. So that is two free throws. 3.27 left in the fourth, and Grady Seltz will Saunter up to the charity strike for two shots. He's one for one from the free throw line tonight. And on the season, a 61% free throw shooter, 27 of 44. So what I was saying is, I've seen Jansen just, I mean, just catch fire. I mean, yeah. just catch and shoot, running off screens, making shots. So he has that capability if they could just <laughs> get going here. They just... First free throw from Seltz, short, no good. Score yeah. remains a nine-point differential. Second free throw is good. Eight points is the difference. 3.26 left in regulation. 41-33. Lakers on top. Down to Caden Carrivo on the baseline. Starts his dribble against Fritz. Moves to the basket. Nice move there from the sophomore. He has 13. 43-33. Now a 10-point lead for the green and white. Seltz down. And to Jansen, can't hang on to it. And brought in by Lucas Wainer. We'll call that a turnover number 13 for Badax. Graham Shepard nearly turned it over at half court. To the right wing, to Leighton Crone. To Caribou on the baseline. Turns in the basket. Nice reverse. Mike and count the basket and one for Caden Caribou. Caribou starting to come alive again in the fourth quarter here. That's two straight baskets for him. Trying to go for an old-fashioned three-point play. The foul goes against A.J. Fritz, his third, and Badax's second team foul. Right, again with the score, Badax having a chase. They've been chasing most of the night. <laughs> Eric Glossick calls a timeout with 2.50 left in the fourth quarter. Lakers 45, Badax 33 on the WLW Sports Network. Meanwhile, back on the ranch, Caden Carefu misses the free throw. Bennings gets the rebound. Graham Seltz goes in from point-blank range and can't buy a shot. Falls short. Rebound brought in by Lakers, and a foul goes against Williskowski, his third. Team's third. Baddocks with a full-court press. Lakers is in the process of breaking it. Luke Good at midcourt. Gives it to Graham Shepard. Back to Luke Good. Two minutes and 28 seconds left in the fourth. Lakers by 12 points. Caden Caravu wide open the left block in for two points. Caravu is 17 now. 47 to 33 by 14. Lakers nearly with a steal. And we have a jump ball possession arrow in favor of the Lakers. 
Turnover number 14 for Maddox. Two minutes and 10 seconds remain. Lakers starting to pull away finally. Getting away from that ever-constant 11-point <laughs> differential. Now at 14. Leighton Crone will inbound and gives it to now the number 20 of Lucas Weiner, who had blood on his jersey. So he had went from 21. He lost a point on his jersey, at least, to number 20 now. So for those keeping score at home, please update your scorecards to number 20 for Lucas Weiner. Having a heck of a night here. Luke Good will in, get the inbound at the top of the key. Still dribbling over to the left wing to Leighton Crone. Two minutes left in regulation. Lakers 47, Badax 33. And there's the foul. And we'll go against Grady Seltz against Luke Good. Grady Seltz is fourth. Team's fourth. So the rest of the way out, free throws for both teams. Yeah, it's a little far away to make it a free, free throw shooting contest, but it's your last game of the season, so maybe front. that's what you do. It's your only chance. And a frustrating night on all fronts yeah. as Baddox comes up with a steal. Oh, jeez. And it's stolen away again by Luke Good. <laughs> 15 turnovers for Baddox, 15 turnovers for Lakers. Graham Shepard is fouled, and this will send Graham Shepard to the free throw line for two shots. Ball goes against Michael Jansen. That's his fourth. Fifth hatchet foul. So Graham Shepard, seven points of the night. Two for three from the free throw line. Is entering this evening as 67% free throw shooter. And he makes it. He has eight now. 48 to 33. Blake Darnell checks in, replaces Will Laskowski for the hatchets. Graham Shepard at the free throw line with his second free throw. Death. Jim goes deathly quiet. He has nine now on a made free throw. 49 to 33, a 16 point lead for the Lakers. Inside goes Grady Seltz, count the basket, he's fouled. He'll go to the free throw line for one shot. That's a second three-point play this evening, both in the fourth quarter. Ball goes against Lucas Weiner, his third. Yeah, really good. Nice driving layup. He's kind of got that shot figured out, just hits it right in the glass. And it's no good. Rebound brought in by Caden Caribou. And we have a whistle on the reach on the rebound. So we walk the length of the court. Ball goes against Badax's... Damon Blackstock is first and puts Caden Caravu to the free throw line for two shots. Well, I think Baddock, I think that, I, like their, I like their game plan they had tonight. Uh, they, they doubled the ball hard anytime it got inside. They even doubled, put a lot of pressure on the guards, making it hard to get it inside. And then they just couldn't make enough shots. No. So their leading scorer. One for 13 from the floor, and it's just, I mean, he had 26 and 21. Uh, Michael Jansen did the first two times they played. And, you know, he's got two tonight. He's got four points. Four. One basket, two for yeah. three. Yeah. Caribou goes two for two from the free throw line. And that's your 16 points, which is the difference in the game. 51 to 35. And Jansen is blocked, but it's brought in by Grady Seltz. Sells dives down the lane, off the glass, in for two. Nice looking move there. 
As Sells starting to pile up the numbers here. We're just over a minute to play. 51 to 37, Lakers by 14. And we have a timeout called by Bill McClellan Jr. 51-37, Lakers by 14, one minute to play. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, Lakers throws it down the court. Immediate foul as Caden Caribou will go back to the free throw line. And so he'll start to have to pay property taxes pretty quick from the free throw line with 54 seconds left. Foul goes against number 55, Blake Darnell, his second. And Caribou's first free throw is good. 54 and a half seconds left in regulation. 52 to 37. And two for two for Caribou. 53 to 37, back out to 16 points. There's the three from Darnell. This one hits the rim, but rebound brought in by Lucas Wainer. And back into the hands of Luke Good. And a whistle. It'll be a reach on Damon Blankstock, who shows his number to the officials, making sure that Michael Jansen does not pick up his fifth there. <laughs> Good heads-up play there from Blackstock. I'll take it. I'll take it. Two free throws coming up for Luke Good. Forty seconds remain. Lakers will advance to take on the host of District 95, Harbor Beach, in the second game on Wednesday. First free throw is good from Luke Good. As the bench is clearing here for the Bad Axe Hatchets, the subs come in. As Luke Good's second free throw is no good, but it is saved by Damon Blankstock. In the corner, Grady sells for three. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by Caribou. Luke Good gets the outlet pass, and he'll slow things down. 20 seconds left. Still dribbling out, and Grady Seltz goes for the reach. That is Grady Seltz's fifth, so he'll sit down. And Luke Good will go back to the free throw line for two shots. So Grady Seltz sits down, and he's replaced by Matt Harmon, a 5'8 senior. I was going to say they don't <laughs> just let them in. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> so Owen Kasiba, Christian Peterson, Matt Harmon, Tommy Canarian, and Ryan Gordon all check in. Michael Jansen, A.J. Fritz, Blake Darnell, and Damon Blackstock and Grady Seltz all sit down. 19.7 seconds left. Look good at the free throw line shooting two. 17-point lead as it stands right now for the Lakers. First free throw, Lakers namesake is good. Second free throw is on the way. And that one is good. 
56 to 37. Matt Harmon trying to get the bass here. Takes the three. And nearly banked her in. And it goes out of bounds. No, it's still in the play here. Matt, and there's the final buzzer. And Lakers advances to the district semifinals to now take on the Harbor Reach Pirates on Wednesday. They take out the Bad Axe Hatchets in the rubber wrench. 56 to 37 is your final. A 19-point victory for the Lakers, who now make it three wins in a row against Brown City, Sandusky, and now Badax to take on the Pirates on Wednesday. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. We got a, a, a decent slew of commercials to get through here, then we'll wrap up both games from tonight. Badax and Lakers in Carrollwood, USA, right here on the WLW Sports Network. Final score, the Lakers take out the Bad Axe Hatchets by 19 points, 56-37, to to advance to the district semifinals to take on the Harbor Beach Pirates on Wednesday at 7 p.m. in our second game of that doubleheader there. In our first game tonight, we had the Carroll Tigers take out the USA Patriots 53-39 to by 14 points to advance to take on the Cassidy Redhawks on Wednesday. We'll have all the details coming up in just five short minutes right here on the WLW Sports Network. Final score, Lakers takes out Bad Axe 56-37, and Caro takes out USA 53-39. So a 14-point victory and a 19-point victory tonight in the first night of the postseason. The MHSA tournament for boys basketball is officially underway, and the road to Russell Center is one stop shorter for the Caro Tigers in the Elkton Pigeon Bayport Lakers, which sets up a meeting between the Lakers and Pirates on Wednesday in our second game of a doubleheader because the first game will be Carroll in Cass City. And that tip-off will be at 5.30 on Wednesday, February 28th, the second to last day of February. And coverage will begin at 4.30 p.m. on Wednesday. Uh, except, Steve, this time we won't get to see Harbor Beach uh, do a practice when we're on air still. Nope, they'll be playing. Hi, How's it going, guys? we got a <laughs> few fans over here. <laughs> Hi. So... Let's talk about first the Bad Axe Lakers game we just saw. As it's fresh in our minds, then we'll, we'll see how good we are at it with memory here when we'll talk about Carroll in USA in a moment. But Bad Axe and Lakers, it was 13-7 at the end of the first quarter in favor of the Lakers. It was 7-7, and then Lakers went 6-0 run to finish that first quarter to make it 13-7, and they never looked back. They outscored Bad Axe 13-8 in the second quarter to take an 11-point lead into the half with Caden Carefu with three baskets, Graham Shepard with a three, Lucas Winner with a basket and two free throws. In that, third, in that second quarter, as at that point, Michael Jansen just had two free throws in the first quarter, and that was it. He wouldn't score until the fourth quarter. In the third quarter, both teams hit 12 points. Lakers, majority of that was from the free throw line, and Leighton Crone hit his second three of the night. Graham Shepard with a basket, Lucas Wainer with a basket. Everything else was free throws. And for Bad Axe, not much scoring either. Grady Seltz with a two. 
Graham Seltz with two baskets. A.J. Fritz with two baskets and two free throws. Out of the four, and so it's 38-27 at that point. Lakers still by 11 points. In the fourth quarter, Lakers scores 18 points. Bad Axe with 10 points. Lakers went 10 of 13 from the free throw line in that fourth quarter for 21 of 28 on the night for 75%. Bad Axe ended up 7 of 10 from the free throw line. So some of our better free throw shooting we've seen all season coming in postseason, which we would hope to expect. The Bad Axe hatchets were led by Grady Seltz with 14 points with... Ten of those coming in the second half. Eight points for Damon Blackstock, all in the second quarter. Seven points for A.J. Fritz. Four points each for Michael Jansen in Graham Seltz. Michael Jansen held one basket in two free throws on the night. He normally averages 15.5 as leading scorer of this team. For the Lakers, they were led by Caden Caribou, the sophomore, with 21 points. 14 points for the freshman of Lucas Weiner. So the future bright at Lakers, they combined for 35 points tonight. Nine points for Graham Shepard. He's a senior. Leighton Crone also a senior. First game back in eight games. He had eight points. And Luke Good with four on the evening. Steve Bone, what did you think there? Uh, one word. Frustrating. Yes, on all fronts. On every, you know, it was just <laughs> – actually, I got a text message. Somebody that was listening to the game said the same thing. It was frustrating listening. Well, it just was hard for anybody sorry. to get any – um, just there's no rhythm. It, right, it was it, just it was, frustrating. It was, I mean, it was just again. It felt out of control at times, but then it was methodical at other times. Right, but, and Lakers just I mean they had to be frustrated because it just stayed at let you know nine eleven nine eleven, and I'm sure Coach McClellan kept thinking, God, we should be up by twenty. Yeah, we can't do anything. And both teams on, with fifteen turnovers tonight. Yeah, and on the other side. Bad Axe is like, oh, my gosh, we just hit a couple shots. We're, I mean, we can cut this thing to five. We'd be right back in it. And, and you know, and I think, you know, I've seen Jansen play a lot this year. And, and you know, by far his worst shooting night I probably of the season. And part of that is because of the defensive pressure that Lakers put on him. They knew where he was at. They made sure they were out on him. When he attacked the basket, he's you know he's going up against Crone and Caribou and and uh, you know it's just he had alder shots. He just he couldn't get a rhythm either. So it just was kind of a tough night for everybody involved. Um, Lakers is you know definitely happy they're moving on and uh, kind of a, a frustrating end. Uh, if you I'm sure if you ask Coach Glaza. This whole last uh, 12 games yeah, has 12, been frustrating. 12-game so. losing streak there <laughs> as Bad Axe finishes out the season. Uh, finishing up at 6-17. They were 6-5. and five. And then 12 straight losses to wrap up. Their last victory came 40 days ago. January 17th, home against USA, 36-30. And uh, tough sledding ever since. Yeah, again, it's... Uh it's just, it is, it's basketball. I mean, sometimes it's, you know, like they say, uh, it's a lot of fun until it sucks. <laughs> so <laughs> Insightful words from Steve Vaughn. What do you have for shooting today? Uh, Lakers, um, in the second half, uh, the, again, they, they really pounded the ball inside, attacked the basket. They were 6 of 14 for 43%. Uh, they only shot five three-pointers. They made one, so that was 20%. So, again, they only shot 37% uh, in the second half for overall for the game. They shot 39%. They were three of ten. Again, they were, you know, they, they got the ball inside. It just seemed like they even could have been a little more 
uh, patient, and they would have gotten it. Again, Bad Axe was doubling out front. Bad Axe, any, if it went in the paint, it was uh, for sure double. Sometimes there yeah. was three going there. So if you just went in, kicked it back out, made the extra pass, made them chase a little bit, I think they could have been a little more efficient and, you know, maybe not uh, – turned it over 15 times they kind of were just seemed to be in a rush again just hard to get a flow anyways and on a bad act side um, I mean other than Celts everybody seemed to struggle shooting um, 9 of 16 in the second half inside for 56 percent but the problem was uh, they needed to make some threes to stay in this game and they were 0 for 8 so 38 percent in the second half shooting on the game they were 2 of 20 from behind the arc ah. and you know like we talked about they, they were definitely going to need three-point shooting tonight which of course lakers understood that they put a lot of pressure out on the on the arc and just made it very difficult to get uh, many good looks out there so anyways they ended up in the game only shooting 30 percent so again frustrating frustrating <laughs> Well, we had a juggernaut and a barn burn over in Ubley tonight. Rick Glaza reporting here. Of course, thank you, Rick Glaza. Happy belated birthday as well. Uh, CPS 56 North Huron 53 in overtime. Nice. As uh, Owen Gage forfeited the Caseville. That's supposed to be the other game tonight. So now that sets up Ubley and Caseville at 530 on Wednesday. CPS and Deckerville at 7 on Wednesday in Ubley. As that is Division 4 basketball. We're covering Division 3 here at District 95 as we saw Lakers take out Bad Axe 56 to 37. We also had a third uh, person in our booth here, and uh, going to put Mark Gainforth on the spot. What was your thought here of this Laker victory by 19 points over Bad Axe? Well, Lakers definitely have a very nice inside game, but they weren't real efficient, I didn't think. Um, and I think they, to my looking at this schedule from December 13th. They have to wipe out a 31-point deficit against Harbor Beach the first time they played, and I think that's going to be the key to the game. So I think if they're more efficient in finishing around the basket, I don't think they're going to get the second and third fourth looks against a taller, more physical Harbor Beach team. So I don't a lot of put a lot of stock in a December 13th no, game. No, I wouldn't either. But they doubled up, or more than doubled up, um, Harbor Beach more than doubled up Lakers. And I, I, I'd like to see – what the differential is going to be starting out at the gate. Well, I can tell you, when Harbor Beach and Lakers played in December, they didn't see the play that we saw tonight from Lucas Weiner. Caden Caribou, you know, since he stepped on the court last year, has always been solid, but he's only gotten stronger. Luke Good, with the ball handling, has gotten stronger. There's a lot of different things that are uh, falling in place here for the Lakers as they are now improving to 14-9 and of the season, three games in a row, and have only had two losses since the start of February. That was against Cassidy and Crosslex. Everything else has been victories. In seven of those games, they didn't have Leighton Crone, who looked pretty solid tonight in his first game since, uh, well, February 7th. Yeah, he looked good. Um, I mean, a little rusty with his ball handling. You can see he kind of lost the handle on it a little bit. Some of the passes were maybe just a fraction late. Didn't, you know, just, you know, again, it's just getting back into that game speed. Um, but, yeah, overall, I mean, they did what they had to do, and uh, they're going to go see Harbor Beach, which they know what they got to do there. Yeah, I yep. mean, they, they shut Jansen down tonight, so you know uh, the, who they got their sights on for Wednesday night. Yeah, and we will shift our attention down to the first game, USA and Carroll, then we'll come back and kind of have our pro projections of what Wednesday will look like for our listeners here. As Carroll and USA, well, they should just about be getting close to home now if they left at the end of the game uh, between – 
USA and Cairo about, well, about two hours ago. And the Cairo Tigers uh, defeat USA 53-39. to It was, USA came out hot and was actually leading at the end of the first quarter 18-14 to and were leading at halftime 23-20. to At that point, Mason Cole was really the difference maker who had two threes to start the, in the first quarter. Davis Peters had another three in the second quarter. And Justin Jacobs with eight points at halftime. He ended up with 12. But then Carroll came out in the third quarter and really changed the tide, outscoring USA 20-8 to to lead 40-31 to at the end of the third quarter. And then outscoring USA in the fourth quarter, 13-8 to to win 53-39 to to advance to take on the Cassidy Redhawks, a team they've lost to twice this season, but the second time, well, actually both times, were, were quite close. And we'll see if Carroll has enough to upend the Cassidy Redhawks, who, of course, Defending district champions and have a lot on the line with just one loss. They want to avenge that against the Harbor Beach Pirates, and they'd have to do that in the district finals. So Kansas City certainly has a lot to play for. Connor McGarry led the way with 14 points, 12 points for Evan Langmate, as well as Valen Buniak. Seven points for Logan McGarry, five points Jaden Buniak, and three points for Julian Wilding. USA was led by Landon Berzik with 14 points, 12 points for Justin Jacobs, six points for Mason Cole. Three points for Davis Peters and two points for Salvin Linsner and Cameron Schlund. And Caden Kemp was over two from the free throw line. Yeah, I, I, USA came out, did what they needed to do to get started, kind of had a good idea of how they wanted to play. They were doing what they wanted to do, and then Carroll made an adjustment, and they turned the pressure up defensively, especially in the second half. They started pressing them putting a lot more ball pressure on the guards and just making the game go faster. And uh, USA struggled with that uh, quickness and ball pressure and just didn't – then the offense didn't flow near as well. Um, again, when you're when you're trying to get that upset, you got to make some threes and put pressure on teams. And uh, USA ended up the game 3 of 19 for 16%. You know, again, it's almost a carbon copy of – you know, bad acts. They had to make some threes. They shot 10%. So, you know, that's the result you're going to get. They got to make them shots and just wasn't their night. And Steve Boney picked up two victories tonight. You you out, I said uh, Lakers by four. You t- took Lakers by six. So now the standings are six to two on the season. Yeah, I mean, it's getting back to where. Oh, okay, there we go. You know, I'm supposed to be right. And what am I? Neutral? <laughs> well, Mark Gainforth, you were here for that first game as well. What do you what did you see from that one? I think pressures is hurt USA all year long. And even though you you know, sometimes break the pressure, sometimes you take shots that uh, the defense wants you to take anyway, and I think that's what happened. I don't think it bothered Carroll a whole lot that USA was shooting threes, um, because it, as Steve said, they were three for nineteen. For the game and I just think defensively then um, you know there's a few breakdowns with USA on their 1-3-1 trap but all in all I thought both teams played really hard and like Steve said in the second half Carroll did a lot better job of breaking the press and and um, attacking the weak spots of the 1-3-1 and I think they got some more easy baskets they only shot I believe 5 for 14 for the game so they had to go inside and I thought they were more successful than USA was now we shift our attention to the matchups of Wednesday in our first well of course first and foremost coverage starts at 4 30 p.m. on Wednesday right in the middle of the afternoon we'll start our coverage with uh, then the first game tipping off at 5 30 between 
Carroll against Cassidy. Cassidy will be the home team. They're the number one seed, so Cassidy will be sitting on Harbor Beach's typical bench. Carroll will be on the visitor bench to start that game for those coaches listening at this point still. And then uh, the second game will be Lakers against Harbor Beach, and that will be Harbor Beach on their home bench, Lakers on the away bench, as both I'm sure both teams are used to and want to get on with the action. So what do we expect to see here in the first game, Carroll and Cassidy? Well, again, Cass City's probably got a few question marks because they've kind of struggled down to the end. I mean, they've been winning. They've, they've won, but the games have been close. Uh, we, we've, you know, we covered them quite a bit here towards the end of the season as well. Teams have figured them out. Um, actually, I thought Carter Patrick started looking a little tired. Yeah. I mean, he's uh, he's put a lot of minutes on. <laughs> a lot of miles on those <laughs> a shoes. A lot of miles. And, uh, you know. He's uh he's got to carry the bulk of the scoring and everybody's just you know laser focused on him all the time and and so that the gap is definitely really really narrowed down so yeah Carroll's coming in they got nothing to lose and uh, they've got some firepower where if they can control Carter and keep him down you know 15 points yeah. But again, Carroll has to defend. That that that's, yes. that's been their mo. When they don't defend, they lose. When they defend and, and get after people, they're in the game and uh, they're good enough offensively to uh, to take a team down that has an off night. Well, taking a look at the the box scores here from the previous two times, Carroll has uh, Lake actually Cass City won the first game 62 to 47 by 15 points, and the second time it was a two point victory. Cass City 62, Carroll 60. In the first game, Carter Patrick had just a lowly 36 points against Carroll. In the second game, 39 points. So a collective 75 points between the two Carroll games for Carter Patrick and the Red Hawks. Really, uh, he was 10 of 11 from the free throw line in the second one for 91%. As a team, Cassidy shot 8 of 21 behind the arc, 13 of 22 inside for 48% on their home court. Now they come to a neutral court, and Carroll already has one game this week. On these rims, and Cass City coming off a little bit of a breather and a break, so they should be well rested. Uh, Carter Patrick looks at last game on his uh, senior night against Memphis. There actually had a, looks like some sort of tape on his one on his right leg for some it appears to be shin splints, if I were to guess, as that would make sense for his uh, exhaust not exhaustion, but as going down the stretch there as 22 games starts to catch up with you as you're scoring over 1,500 points in your career. Yeah, that last game we had at Lakers, he he really struggled, and I you know again, I mean, you could say well you know he's he's wearing down or whatever, but you look at uh, Michael Jansen, I really struggled against Lakers as well. Lakers has length and size, and to, you know so it, it they're hard to play against. But it just didn't look like he had the same uh, it's the same hop and the same. He just seemed to be a half step a little slower that night, and uh, so yeah, maybe he does have some. Well, issues at the... well he, he looked darn good against Memphis on the, their final. I mean, he came out, he played basically half of each quarter at most and just was firing at all cylinders, hitting threes from NBA range, hitting jump shots mid-range, you name it, he was doing it. So I, it was good to see him back to kind of full strength there. Mark Gainforth, what are your thoughts with this Cassidy Carroll rematch number three of the season? I think we're going to find out which Carroll team shows up. Um, there's been some really sways in their game, um, depending on the night. Sometimes they play really well. Sometimes they don't. Tonight, 
you know, they didn't shoot very well. And I think the last time they played Cass City, I think they were 9 for 13 from the arc or something very like good. that. Very good, yes, exactly 9 for 13. So, um, you know, Carroll's a perimeter team. I think they have to shoot well. And uh, they haven't done a great job against Patrick all year. So I don't see, think that's going to change. So they're need to shoot well and try to, you know, slow down the other players on the Cass City team. Yeah, I... Uh, the thirty nine and thirty six in two games, that's uh That's a lot. That's concerning. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm the defensive coordinator for Carroll. Um partly is okay a lot of times it's just matchups and the way Carroll wants to defend is really good for Carter. Because mm-hmm. it, it puts him one on one, it gives him access to get to the baseline, it gives him access to get to where he wants to go. They don't double much. Um, they, they they extend out defensively. So if you if he beats his man, he's not getting a lot of double action. He's not getting somebody that's cutting him off. He's getting to the basket. He's getting to the, you know, to the block where he likes to <laughs> get that three point shot there. So I'll be interested to see if Caro does actually change anything or if they're just gonna stick with what. Uh, what they do and what's well, got them here. I think Logan McGarry was really the big difference there. He had, what, three points in the first game and then at 14 points in the second game, which really makes up the difference there as he was starting to become a force inside especially. But uh, shifting our attention to the second game on, on Wednesday as Harbor Beach will host Lakers in District 95 semifinals. Winner goes on, of course, to the District Final on Friday. Harbor Beach and Lakers squared off earlier, like we said, in December. And it was heavily in favor of the Pirates, but that was a night that the Pirates really couldn't do a dang thing wrong that evening. And Harbor Beach coming off of uh, just a small little two-plus-week break since their last basketball game, and I think that certainly uh, is going to come out, Harbor Beach can come out a little sluggish. Despite any great efforts that they might have, it's been two-plus weeks since your last game. Yeah, that is uh, that is a long break. Um, the one thing you can say is uh, they're probably healthy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> True. But always an optimist. Yes. But uh yeah, your game time uh just uh, again, you can practice a million times, but it's just that court speed, the game speed. Uh you're just uh being efficient how you execute your offense and your defensive stuff. You know, it's it, it wouldn't surprise me they'd be a little slow especially in that first quarter. And I don't know. Coach Gainforth has always said he's like a lot of times you come out of Christmas break and you'll play your best game of the season. Yeah, and you haven't true. played for almost two weeks there. So, very true. So, anyways, I anything's possible. Yeah, I guess uh, Harbor Beach can really turn up the defensive pressure as well, and I think if you really get after, you know, Lakers guards, they it it makes makes life really difficult and it makes crone have to deal handle the ball a lot more further from the basket than he would like to same thing with Shepard, and then it's harder to get enter the ball into caribou it's harder to enter the ball into wainer it just just creates just a little different matchup i mean we've seen you know tonight like you know the word was frustrating in this game yes. and again a lot of it was because of the defensive pressure from bad X because they were coming at you and they were really attacking the ball they were doubling they were you know poking at the ball they were just giving them a hard time and they you know had quite a few turnovers because of it 
And whereas Hubbard Beach creates those turnovers, they turn them into points because now it's Benson Harper going the other way. Yeah. And uh, those usually end up being easy baskets for Harbor Beach. Mark Gainforth, bring us on home here. Your thoughts on Harbor Beach Lakers? Well, I think it's going to be a much more physical game uh, Wednesday night, and I think that's something that, uh, you know, Lakers are going to have to adjust to uh, and, and more athletic. I think Harbor Beach, very athletic team, will try to put full court pressure on you. Again, you know, Crone's been out eight games. That will probably wear him down a little bit. And uh, I think the defensive end is what's going to win the game for both teams, especially uh, trying to shut down Lakers' inside game. Well, gentlemen, thank you for your insight, and we'll uh, do it all over again on Wednesday. Thanks, Clark. No, oh, thank you, Steve. Great job. And, Mark, thanks for <laughs> chiming in here. Of course, because Steve is going to be with us on Wednesday, but then we won't see him until potentially the quarterfinals. And then Mark Gainforth is going to be taking over the reins for the district championship as all regionals as well next do week. Do I get his 6-2 lead in the picks? Yeah, well, you have to maintain that. That's good. But you know, I'll take the lead. We also have a very important announcement, Mark Gainforth. Uh, I dropped it off with the embroidery today. You are getting a official WLW Sports sport coat. Oh my! God. It should it should be done by Friday. I if thought not, if, if, I sh- if not, definitely regionals. I was hoping since I showed up tonight, I would get something. Well, I, I couldn't get. I my Friday did not go to plan. I couldn't get it there in time. But okay. I'll uh, take your word for okay. it. Okay. All, right. All right. Well, thank you, gentlemen. We'll see you on Wednesday. Tonight's game broadcasts. Multiple broadcasts were brought to you by Thumb Seiler, the talk of the thumb, Dia Services of Cass City, Kohler Propane, North Star Bank, Harbor Beach Community Hospital, Mackenzie Jewelers, Bresky Sign and Building Repair, Flannery Auto Mall, Tina Celia Farm Bureau Insurance, the Michigan High School Athletic Association, Bayport State Bank, USA Schools, and Sure Health. Better health, better life. Are you sure? On behalf of Steve Bone in game analysis, Mark Gainforth post game analysis as well. My name is Clark Ramsey. Thank you for listening to tonight's game. Z, as we had a double ladder action, and it was Caro taking out USA 53-39, to and then the Lakers taking out Bad Axe 56-37 to to set up the table for our semifinals of District 95, as Cass City and Caro will go head-to-head starting at 5.30 on Wednesday, and then Harbor Beach and Lakers will tip off at 7 approximately afterward. Coverage begins at 4.30 p.m. on Sports Radio 101 in live and worldwide at WLWSports.com with Clark Ramsey, Steve Bone, and even Mark Gainforth. You're listening to Sports Radio 1021. We'll have these game replays posted this weekend. It's my schedule's not cooperated like such. Good night, folks. We'll see you Wednesday. This has been a presentation of the WLEW Sports Network, powered by AgriValley Services, on Sports Radio 102.1 FM, and live and worldwide at WLEWSports.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search for WLEW Sports. Your hardwood home for high school hoops is the WLEW Sports Network.